morning. Welcome to another episode of History Under Your Feet. Today we take a look at the life of Maharaja Ranjit Singh and the events leading to the capture of Lahore that laid the foundation of the Sikh Empire. After the passing away of Aurangzeb in 1707, the Mughal Empire fell into a state of disarray with weak rulers and constant intrigues. Revolts broke out all over the Rajputs in Western India and the Marathas in Central India carving out independent kingdoms and empires of their own. Punjab in the northwest saw the rise of the Sikhs with the creation of the Khalsa by Guru Gobind Singh to resist the Mughals. By the later half of the 18th century, the Mughal Empire had shrunk considerably well. Punjab was basically a collection of 14 small confederacies called Mizzles, of which 12 were ruled by the Sikhs, while Kasur near Lahore was Muslim controlled and one ruled by an Englishman, George Thomas. The ruling king of the fertile plains of Punjab, watered by the fire, was Ravi Chinab B.S. Sutlej in Jhelum. The Muslims were constantly in conflict with each other over revenue collection, even though all of them swore allegiance to the same culture of fraternity. By the end of the 18th century, there were five powerful Muslims Sukarkachya, Kanayas, Nakais, Auluwalias, and Bhangi. And the man who would bring these disparate Muslims and forge a Sikh empire was born in Gujranwala on the 30th of November 1780 to Mahasin and Rajkaur. Maharaja Ranjit Singh. Belonging to the Sukarkechia Mizal, a bout of smallpox in childhood caused him to lose an eye. Short of build, he had just the basic education in Gurmukhi. He spent more time outside in nature, learning horse riding and shooting, and he had to take charge of the Mizal when just 10 years old owing to his father's health. Taking advantage of his age, the other six Sardars backed Sahib Singh of the Bhangi Mizal in his revolt. However, the 10 year old Ranjit Singh ambushed his Sardars and suppressed the revolt of Sahib Singh Bhangi. His father passed away soon after, and at just 12 years, he became the head of the family estate. It was Ranjit's mother who handled Raj Kaur, who handled the affairs of the estate held by Diwan Lakhpatrai. The constant intervention in mother and his uncle Dal Singh and his mother-in-law Sadako, who were decided at the age of 18, he took charge of the Sukhakecha missile, aided by his manipulative mother-in-law Sadako. Punjab was pretty much in a state of chaos when Ranjit Singh took charge of the missile. Amacha Abdali's empire had collapsed, Afghanistan was split, Peshawar and Kashmir had become independent. Nawab Mujaffar Khan had captured Multan, the Pathans had controlled Kasur. Attack was taken out by the Vajri Kels, and this was the city. The first Sikh warrior to capture large tracts of Punjab was Jassa Singh Ahluwalia, noted for his prowess on the battlefield. With Abdali occupied at Panipat in 1761, he took advantage of capturing Sarin Chakran, Kot Isa Khan. was badly routed at the Battle of Ghalugara by Abdali, and he had to flee towards Kangra to escape the massacre. After Abdali's death, Taimur Shah ascended the throne at Kabul in 1773 by the time most of the Muslims had established themselves in Punjab. Taimur Shah attacked Multan, drove out the Bhangi Sardas. However, they managed to reoccupy it as well as Lahore. When Shah Jaman ascended the throne at Kabul in 1793, he vowed to bring the entire Punjab under his heel, especially Lahore. Shah Jaman was assisted by Nizamuddin Khan, the Pathan ruler of Kasul, who was always loyal to the Afghans. Shah Jaman's first abandoned home was a failure at Hassan Abdal, with a six rooted 7,000 strong army under Ahmad Shanachi. He again attacked in 1795, snatched Rahodas from the Sukherkichi Amnazil. Ranjit Singh did not lose hope. Recapturing Kabul when Shah Jaman returned to Rohtas again. Shah Jaman once again attacked in 1796. This time his target was Delhi itself. With the 3000 strong army, Sahib Singh of Patiala was one of those who joined hands with Shah Jaman, betraying his own people. The Rohilla's Wajir of Abad and Sultan offered his assistance to Shah Jaman in his mission to capture Delhi. 
As the news of Shah Jahan's invasion spread, most of the leaders put missiles up and down their own people and ran to the hills for safety. He swept into Punjab without any resistance, and most of the missile leaders had already abandoned and everything and fled. It was only Ranjit Singh who decided to fight back Shah Jahan and called a meeting of all the six Sardars. However, most of the six Sardars at the Sarpat Kalsa did not support Ranjit Singh and suggested he should also give up. They felt it was better to allow Shah Jahan into Punjab while they could escape into the hills. It was Ranjit Singh's mother-in-law, Siddhakar, who once again exhorted the six to fight against the Afghan invaders. He reorganized the forces forces and marched towards Lahore, taking Shah Jahan head on. His forces used surprise sorties at night to ambush the Afghans, and this made them defeat them in several villages. In 1797, Hobart Shah Jahan had to return back to Kabul where his brother Muhammad revolted in his absence. Shah Jahan put Shahnaji Khan in charge of Lahore and retreated towards Kabul with the six in hot pursuit of him. Ranjit Singh pursued Shah Jahan up to Jhelum and routed Shahnaji Khan at Ramnagar, his first major achievement. His victory over the Afghans, his pursuit of Shah Jahan made him now a hero of sorts among the ordinary Sikhs. Shah Jahan once again attacked Punjab in 1798 and this time the retribution was brutal. Many villages in Punjab were burned as inhabitants massacred by the invading Afghans as Shah Jahan swept inside. Once again, Sadakor exhorted the Sikhs to fight for their honor at the Sarbat Kalsa, saying she herself would command the forces. She appealed to the Sikh sense of pride, saying that the Afghan soldier was no match under the blessings of Wahiguru. Lahore was occupied by the Afghans in 1798 and Shah Jahan planned to attack Amritsar next. Ranjit Singh met the Afghans just 8 kilometers from Amritsar, where a pitching battle was fought. He routed the Afghans near Amritsar and pursued them towards Lahore, surrounding the city. Nawajuddin Khan came to the aid of Shah Jahan, Shah Jahan at Shah Dharan, but was completely routed by the Sikh forces. Ranjit Singh created such a strong wall of resistance that the Afghans found it impossible to move towards Delhi. He forced Shah Jahan to, to retreat to Kabul and routed his forces at Gujranwala. Shah Jahan himself was deposed and blinded by his brother. It said he later came to seek refuge with Ranjit Singh. Ranjit Singh followed this typical Sikh policy of taking no prisoners as the fleeing Afghans were massacred with no mercy and looted. With the Afghans in turmoil, many prominent citizens of Lahore like Mia Ishaq, Muhammad Hakim Roy asked Ranjit Singh to take over. July 6, 1799, mobilizing a 25,000 strong army, Ranjit Singh marched over Lahore and by July 7, the entire city was surrendered. Sadakar attacked the Delhi Cape while Ranjit Singh rode the Laos of Lahore and blew them apart with cannons. With minimal resistance, Ranjit Singh entered Lahore. Sahib Singh, who collaborated with the Afghans, fled fearing reprisals. Though the victorious Ranjit Singh entered Lahore, he now had to face among the six Sardars jealous of his growing powers. The six Sardars of Amritsar, Wajirabad, joined hands with Nawajuddin Khan to wrest Lahore from Ranjit Singh. Ranjit Singh, however, routed them all and soon established him as the leader of all crushing all challenges. He had to face not just the Afghans but even fellow six Sardars who were opposed to him and he defeated them all. With the capture of Lahore, Ranjit Singh soon crowned himself as emperor at Lahore in 1801, founding the Sikh Empire. Lahore was captured by other Sikh leaders too before Ranjit Singh, however, none could rule for it long there. In another podcast, I will be looking at Maharaja Ranjit Singh and his empire.